Welcome to the Legacy and Lifestyle Show, where you'll learn how to live the life you want today while planning for the legacy you want to leave tomorrow. And I'm your host, George Atchampong, entrepreneur, financial advisor, fitness enthusiast, and foodie. What's up, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the sixth episode of the Legacy and Lifestyle Show. Uh, I always like to start out by just extending a token of gratitude. I really appreciate the feedback that I continue to receive. Um, greatly appreciate it. Continue to send it because that gives me you know, more insight on what you guys want to hear, what you like. And if you have any ideas, please shoot my way. Shoot me a DM and say, hey, can you address this on the podcast? Would love to do it. Uh, and again, another thing that I'm I'm open to doing as well as answering questions live on the show. So if you want to ask a question via audio, just take a little voice note on your phone, send it to hello at makesensetome.com, and I will answer your question right here on the show. Um, I also want to take a moment to send my thoughts and prayers out to all those affected by Hurricane Harvey and now apparently Hurricane Irma, or Uma, is that how you say it, Irma? Um, That's now currently sweeping through the Florida area, or about to at least, And I just want to send my thoughts and prayers to those affected by that. Uh, I posted on my Instagram earlier this week, or it might have been last week, that a percentage of all proceeds um, of revenue this month is going to go towards the the relief efforts for both Hurricane Harvey and Irma. So if you haven't already, you know, maybe signed up for the Money Mastery Academy. If you've been on the fence about becoming a client, go ahead and do so, because as you know, some of those proceeds will get donated directly towards those relief efforts. So today on episode six, we're going to talk about why less is more in every sense of the word, right? So whether you're an entrepreneur who's trying to figure out how to take their business to the next level or someone who just has some goals that they're trying to reach, it's easy to assume that there's a better, faster, more efficient way to get you those results. We live in a world of infinite options, right? You can hop on Google and take financial advice, for for example, and you can probably get over 9 million search results when you Google financial advice, right? Unlimited options. And so we often assume that if we aren't where we want to be in life, it's because there's something we lack that could improve our current position. However, I offer a different perspective. Instead of focusing on the next big thing that you think you need to create or buy or try, how about figuring out new ways to maximize and get more out of what you're already doing? And the truth is, having more options or choices can actually prevent you from truly living your most fulfilling life. Let's take business, for example, right? It could be the perceived need to launch a new product because you aren't making the money you want to make or the need to go to a retreat or a conference that's going to reveal some never uh, ever been told secret before um, that will take your business to the next level or buying some new software that will streamline your business. Let me underscore by saying that it's absolutely necessary to make investments in yourself or anything that you're trying to do for that matter to be successful, right? So this is not an attack on investing in yourself, but what I found is that most people seek out these investments prematurely. They seek them out before truly doing all they can to improve where they are. They assume that the information, software, or service is the answer to their problems. Honestly, perfection is the enemy of profitability. Most people are seeking out new tools and more options in order to be perfect, killing their opportunity to be profitable, right? Because when you're stuck on perfection, that means you're never getting out whatever it is you're trying to accomplish in the marketplace, meaning nobody can buy what you got, right? So stop looking for new options and just create something and get it out to the marketplace. 
For some people, they believe they need to do an entirely different business, right? Like we all know that guy or girl who has, you know, 12 side hustles, but no main hustle, right? <laughs> and that's because they haven't gotten the results that they want from the one that they were trying to focus on. So now they're trying to piece it together from a variety of other hustles. And that's just not the answer. The answer is to stay the journey, stay the course, and do what you got to do to get the results that you, you want to have. Now let's take health as an example. It could be trying Whole30 challenge. It could be trying paleo, vegetarian, vegan, pescatarian, that magic flat tummy tea that we see all over Instagram, CrossFit, Orange Theory, or one of the various fitness challenges that you see all over the internet, right? You could try all of those different things thinking that the problem is that you need a new workout plan or a new diet. We think that we haven't lost the weight because we need to try out the latest trend. But the truth is, had you stuck with the very first workout program that you ever received and the first nutrition guide that you ever received, you probably would be exactly where you want to be right now. Think about supplements, right? The word supplement. Supplements are designed to be a complementary component of what someone is already doing who's already maximizing what they can do in the kitchen or the gym. And now this supplement, hopefully, is just going to push them over the edge. It's kind of like a side dish, right? You already have the main course. This is just an addition to that. So I want to keep emphasizing that more options aren't the answer. Commitment and dedication is. The more options you have, actually the harder it is to actually achieve what you want. Have you ever went to a restaurant and it seemed like they had 100 menu items? You're thinking, man, your first thought is like, man, they got so much to choose from. I have so many options. I'm looking forward to eating here. Then a few minutes in, you probably got to send the waitress or waiter back like three or four times because you're still trying to decide what to eat, right? The object is to eat, not to ponder on how many different things you could enjoy. And that's a microcosm for life because so many people, they believe that having more options, more choices gives them this illusion of opportunity. But the truth is it actually hinders you. Excess choice is bad primarily for two reasons, right? So this is why you need to keep it simple. Excess choice creates paralysis. So many options that you have trouble choosing anything at all, which is what I just mentioned. Right? For an example of this is Vanguard did a study that for every 10 different mutual funds they offered, participation went down by 2%. So basically, if you were at your company and they offered a 401k and they said you have 10 different choices to choose from in, in terms of investments, right? If they added 10 more to that, you would think that you would appreciate those options. But the truth is 2% of the, of the employees would actually opt out of doing anything because they'd be so overwhelmed by the amount of choices that they had. Even if we manage to overcome the paralysis of making the decision, we are less satisfied with the result of the choice if we have fewer options to choose from in the first place. There, here's an example, right? There are 60 different types of brands. Well, I don't know this to be true, so let me retract that because I don't, I don't want the barbecue sauce enthusiast saying, no, oh, actually, there's probably about 300 brands. I don't even know why I did that voice. I guess I assume barbecue lovers are our country. But they're about, let's assume there's 60 different brands of, or types of barbecue sauces, right? If you choose one and it's not perfect, it's easy to imagine that one of the other 59 choices that were available are better than what you have which induces a feeling of regret for the decision that you made, even though it was probably a good decision. The more options there are, the easier it is to regret or be disappointed in the actual options that you have. As a quick aside, you know, honestly, I think that shows up so prevalently in 
uh, social media and its effect on relationships, right? We see this, the pretty girl on Instagram or the lady see the handsome guy who's bearded and muscles and tatted up. And we believe that, man, that would be an option for me, which diminishes your appreciation for what you actually have. The truth is they don't want you, but because you have visibility to it, you think that it's an option for you. And it could be any, anything, right? It could be not just relationships. It could be comparing your house to someone else, the vacation they just took, in comparison to yours, when in all actuality, you probably are comparing your behind-the-scenes life to someone's highlight reel. Or even worse, filters and Photoshop, right? It's not even real. The way in which we value things depends upon what we compare them to. Let me give you a real tangible example, right? For example, if I offered you some spam or some Lay's potato chips, I'm pretty sure you're going to choose the Lay's potato chips. If you choose the spam, we probably couldn't be friends anyway, so nothing else I'm about to say is going to matter. <laughs> um, if I asked you how the chips tasted, you probably say, man, these chips are pretty good. These chips are all right, right? You're probably satisfied with that choice in that moment. But if I offered you those same laced potato chips, but instead the other alternative was homemade red velvet cake or whatever your favorite dessert is, if you like dessert or whatever your favorite food is, your perception of how much you enjoyed the chips would probably change, even though those are the same chips you were just ranting and raving, raving about, right? So the value of something is predicated upon what we compare it to. So you can imagine if you have more things to compare it to, the more, the less value you see in the things that you have. The other factor is opportunity cost attracts from the value of the present. So let's say you were on vacation in Jamaica. I mean, having the time of your life, it was a family vacation, right? But your friends were out in the DR having a vacation as well. And you go on IG and you see them turning up doing what they do, having fun. And even though you're in Jamaica with your family having a good time, instead of fully enjoying your experience in Jamaica, part of your time will be thinking about what you're missing out with your friends. Whenever you're choosing one thing, you're choosing not to do others, which makes you think, what else could I potentially be enjoying? And that devalues what you have. And that's the underlying issue with excess choice. The reason why everything was better when it was actually worse is because when things were worse, people had less options. Um, it was possible to actually be pleasant, pleasantly surprised, right? But nowadays, the best hope you can have is that your expectations are met because it's pretty hard to be pleasantly surprised, right? We have an infinite amount of opportunity to research everything we want to do. We got visual aids. Uh, we have the internet, right? So it's pretty hard to be surprised with anything. And the best you can hope for is, to, is for something to meet your expectations. With no options, when people make a decision, they are dissatisfied with the result. They blame the world. But when we have choice and are dissatisfied, people blame, them, blame themselves. I honestly think that that's probably a large contributor as to why clinical depression has exploded. We have experiences that are disappointing because our expectations are so high that the net result is you do better, but you feel worse. Some choice is better than none, but unlimited choice is not good for anyone. If you shadow the fishbowl, right, and the fishbowl is just putting some type of limit on the options that we have access to. If you shadow that fishbowl and everything is possible, now, you're, now you have paralysis and decreased satisfaction because everybody needs a fishbowl. The question is, what size fishbowl do you need? But the truth is, everybody needs one. So instead of looking for more options, Start looking for how you can make more out of the ones you have. 
Stop looking for ready-made solutions and start looking for creative ways to maximize what you already have and what you're already doing. Here's a quote that I want to leave with you guys, at least in this moment, because the podcast ain't over. We're just getting started. Stop overestimating what you would do with the opportunity you don't have and underestimating what you can do with the opportunity you do have. I'll say that again. Stop overestimating what you would do with the opportunity you don't have and underestimating what you can do with the opportunity that you do have. I know we all have that one friend. We might be that friend. It always says, I have nothing to wear. I have absolutely nothing to wear. But you look at their closet and they indeed have plenty to wear. Imagine if you just put a little bit of effort into putting together outfits that maybe you haven't tried before, right? Like putting this suit jacket with this pair of pants when you normally just wear the other suit. Or ladies putting pairing that dress with this pair of shoes when you normally just wear that pair of shoes, right? But most people don't do that because either they want a ready-made option, right, too, or they just don't want to take the time that it actually takes to put an outfit together. The illusion of choice is paralyzing. You think having more options will give you more choices so you can do more, but the truth is you'll be overwhelmed by having too many options and you won't do anything. There's a fundamental difference between liberty and freedom. Liberty means you have more options to change your environment. Freedom means regardless of your environment, you are free. One is conditional, one is not. So you never want to be a slave to more options. Searching for more options can't fill the void of work ethic, commitment, and discipline. Most times, the advantage or edge you think you might gain by trying something new is incremental and will likely only be beneficial if you've already gotten everything out of what you have. And anybody that has spent that extra money on something that they thought they wanted or got all this extra stuff that they thought they needed, they'll be the first ones to tell you that what you think you want isn't what you think it is. The options you are seeking also come with their own set of challenges or burdens, right? Perspective is everything. How do you view what you currently have? What we see depends largely on what we're looking for. If you're always looking for more, you're always, and you always feel like you don't have enough, then that's exactly what you're going to get, right? Because you're not being appreciative of what you have and looking inward at what you have. You're always just looking for more, better, and faster. So going back to the fitness example, I was reading this article the other day, and it was talking about how people often think technology will improve them and take them to the next level, right? When I say technology, it could be, you know, the most aerodynamic shoes that supposedly will make you run faster or the carbon fiber, carbon fiber bike, the super lightweight that'll make you ride faster. But the truth is, if you ran more and trained specifically for speed, then you would run faster. The truth is, if you lost 20 pounds, you wouldn't have a need for a lighter bike because you'd have a lighter body. But most people don't want to hear that truth. Most people would rather exercise an option, a shortcut that they think is going to get them the result that they want. And that's just not true. You have people that go to the fanciest gyms in the world and still don't have their dream body. You have some people that use their body weight outside or in their home and look like a fitness model. It's not the equipment, it's not the tools, it's not the technology, it's the work ethic, commitment, and discipline. The other problem with too many options is it puts such a drain on your focus or the amount of resources you can deploy towards your goals, right? You can only look at one direction at any given time, so choose wisely because that is where you will go. I think some people are addicted to the idea of busy because being busy 
makes them feel like they're successful. But the truth is, you could be doing 10 different things at one time, but you only have 100% energy. So in round numbers, let's say it took 10% of your energy to do each one of those 10 things. That means you're only giving 10% effort. How successful do you think you're going to be in one area or any of those areas? And it's actually probably going to make you more frustrated because you're feeling like, man, I'm doing all this stuff and I still don't got what I want out of life. Focus. You're doing all that because you thought more options was the answer. But the truth is, all you needed to do is focus on one thing. More options are often just more distractions. And distraction is the destructions of your dreams in slow motion. Most people are drowning in indecision as a result of too many choices. If you just got focused on one thing and did the work, did what you needed to do, you realize that you didn't need more options. The reason why most people's journey seems so long and difficult is because they're simply not productive enough. If you're truly focused on the work, you don't have time to worry about the weight. The real trouble with optionality is you assume it will create more opportunities for your future, but then you get to a point where you're more satisfied with having the option to do something than actually being able to exercise it, right? You ever met that person who got like six degrees, but they still ain't got no money? How? They kept getting degree after degree thinking like, man, if I have this level of education, it'll afford me this opportunity. And they got that degree. And if I have this level of education, it'll afford me that opportunity. They got so caught up on the idea of more opportunity that they never put up the time to actually pursue any of the options that they positioned themselves to get. And that just doesn't make any sense. Here's what I would encourage everybody to do. Before you take on any new task, any new thing, before you assume that there's another option you need to add to the playbook, ask yourself this one simple question. Is there space? This is the question you should ask yourself before you decide to say yes and entertain anything else in life. Do you have the space to download this? What happens when you download too much stuff on your computer? It starts to run slow, right? Does it perform at optimal, level, optimal levels? What do you think would happen, or what do you think happens when you say yes to too many things and you spread yourself too thin? What do you think happens when you seek out so many options and now you don't know what to, what to choose, right? You can't possibly be as successful as you want to be because you don't have enough energy focused in one direction. It takes everything you got to be successful. And I know you, you see a lot of people out there and they're perceived to be moguls like P. Diddy. He got his hands in 20 different things, Jay, Beyonce, whoever. But they all started with one thing. All started with one thing. If every time you turn around, you feel like you got to try something new. Let's just relate it to business. Either you're not working hard enough and consistently enough, or you truly don't believe in what you're doing. And either way, it's time for self-evaluation. Here's what I challenge everybody to do as we get ready to head into the weekend. I want you to see what you have and what can you get out of what you already got, right? Let's get creative. Here's one, here's one tip, right? Simplify your grocery list this upcoming week. Pick a few main ingredients and figure out several different ways you can make the same dish off those main ingredients, but switching up the flavor, right? Now, I'm not a, obviously a big meat eater anymore, 
So this particular example won't be applicable to me, but I've been a meat eater much longer than I've been uh, plant-based. So let's just say your main ingredient was chicken, and then you're just going to switch up the size. Like one day you could do grilled chicken, one day you could do uh, stir-fried chicken with teriyaki sauce, one day you could do baked barbecue chicken, right? The same thing, just finding new ways to create it. And that's a lot like life, right? You don't always need more or different. Just how can I get more out of what I've got, right? And that gives you the perspective to realize everything you have is right in front of you. You don't need more. Here's another one, right? Instead of complaining that you need new clothes because you wear the same thing frequently, go into your closet and put together outfits that you've never tried before. So fellas, that suit jacket you normally only wear with the suit pants, Wear it as a blazer next week. Ladies, that skirt that you only wear with that same top every time, that same tired top, <laughs> switch it out for another one and a different pair of shoes and accessories, right? Whole new outfit. Force yourself to wear that outfit that you've been meaning to wear. You say, man, if I just woke up a little bit earlier and actually ironed this, I would wear it. But what happens? You don't. And you go for Old Faithful, and then you tell yourself you don't got clothes, but it's really just your lack of preparation. Most people's assumption for the need for more is rooted and the lack of consistency and procrastination. When you're not prepared, you go for what you know, which is likely what you've always done, which will result in the feeling of monotony or lack. When you're not consistent, you never give yourself enough time to see, see if something will ever work. Those are the two main problems people have. It's not that they need anything different. They just need to be more consistent and they need to prepare better. Here's the third one. Pick one workout program not all the fancy ideas that you've been bookmarking on IG. I actually did a post about that like the other week. Stop bookmarking ideas on IG and just execute on one of them. Y'all been saving all these posts, all these recipes, all these outfit ideas, all these business ideas. Have you done one of them? No. So pick one and stay on it until it becomes what you want it to become. So those are three things you can do this week. To get more out of what you already have instead of thinking you need to seek out something new. Simplify your grocery list. Put together outfits you've never put together before that already exist in your closet. And pick a workout program and a nutrition program. And stick to that one thing. Don't assume it's not working just because you've done it for two days or two weeks or two months. It takes time. Stay committed to that one thing. You don't need anything different. You just need to stay committed. One of my favorite quotes is on the brink of hardship sparks creativity and innovation. And the reason is, is because hardship usually means lack. And out of lack can come innovation and genius, right? When your back is against the wall and you have nowhere else to go, you're going to figure it out, right? Fight or flight. What are you going to do? But in a world of so many options, we're not forced to figure it out, right? So if I don't like this, maybe it's not me. Maybe I just need another option. And so people are losing self-accountability in action because they just think that there's more out there for me and it will probably be working if I did it a different way. And in some cases, that could be true. But in more cases than not, it's just because you haven't stayed the course and gave it all you got. Who that run? Bars. <laughs> all right. So I want to wrap up for today with this thought. It's not about what you don't have that you need. It's about what you do have that you don't see. Everything we need is within our reach.
And on a spiritual level, when you need something that seems beyond your reach, it's not for you to go and get. That's God's job. So do your part. Squeeze every ounce out of everything that you're doing. Every ounce. You don't need, like when I first started, like, started trying to do this podcast stuff, I got this little mic that I'm using now. Then I was like, man, this is before I even hit, went live with the podcast. I was like, man, I need another mic. I need one of those studio mics that has a little swinging arm. And man, let me tell you something. That mic ain't worth a, it ain't worth two cents. So I thought I needed all this fancy stuff. And here I am now using the less expensive, easy mic. Um, and I could have saved myself whatever I paid for that other mic that I bought after this one. And I hadn't even given this one two weeks chance. I was like, well, I just need this because that's, that's what I think makes for a good mic or a good podcast. And that's what we do in life, right? Even before it becomes an issue, we think we need to exercise choice. Now, you know, admittedly, a lot of that is due to how much we get inundated with marketing, right? But at some point, we got to take responsibility and realize that we're complicit and we know what's going on. So don't give in to the marketing. Don't give in to the laziness. Commit to doing what you got to do. Stay consistent and be confident that what you're doing is going to work. I didn't, even, I didn't even have that one planned out, the three C's, but consistent, committed, and confident. Keep those three C's with you. Stay the course. Don't let a distraction come in your way just because you think what you're doing isn't working. Reevaluate your effort, level of effort. And of course, sometimes you do need to cut your losses. This is not universal. But what I can assure you is from personal experience of myself and from other people that I've seen, it's rarely ever that you need something different. It's that you're not maximizing what you have. It's not what you would do if you could. It's about what you can do with what you have. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, remember, less is more. Thank you for tuning in to the Legacy and Lifestyle Show with your host, George Achenpong, where you'll learn how to live the life you want today while planning for the legacy you want to leave tomorrow. Purpose, passion, and profit. Makes sense to me.